2: Hello and welcome to Red Men News. I'm Chris Page, and today I'm joined by Georgia Stevens. We've got loads to talk about today, actually, um, and I'm looking forward to getting into the comments after we have done. Uh, before I get started, though, I just want to bring to your attention: over on the main channel, uh, we'll be doing being Liverpool re-watch along 7.30 this evening uh, with Dave Kirby uh, the fellow who was obviously in the show and made the show what it is, uh, it's been brilliant to watch so far, um, this is episode 4 if you want to go back and watch the previous ones you can do, uh, but we'll be watching being Liverpool together, we'll be talking to Dave because he was in the show uh, and we'll be discussing it as well, uh, that's 7.30 this evening over on youtube.com forward slash TheRedMenTV anyway, uh, Georgia we're here to talk Liverpool news and first off Liverpool have been tipped to complete a 133 million pound transfer uh, for Wolves player Adama Traore. Um, are we going to sign Adama Traore for 133 million pounds?
3: I mean, I hope not. <laughs> like, well, we've been talking about Team Werner and now having money, and suddenly we're going to splash out 133 million. All of a sudden, I just I don't see that kind of happening.
2: Yeah, so it's not happening at all, is it? Let's be honest. Liverpool are not spending £133 million. Uh, I'm reading from Birmingham Live, which is something that actually crops up fairly regularly on this show. Go on, what? news, source. Honestly, I think they're part of the Reach PLC, to be honest with you, because they've got the same amount of adverts and pop-ups um, as the Liverpool Echo website. Um, so Liverpool are being tipped to make a move for Wolverhampton Wanderers, winger... Whoa. WWW there, Dharma in the next transfer window. Um, and somebody uh, who nobody gives a shit about has said it wouldn't surprise me if someone like him is bought by Liverpool because he's got such good assets, Bruce told Football Insider. Um, Alex Bruce, that is, pundit Alex Bruce, uh, thinks the 24 year old would be a good sign. He's a handful for anybody to play against and useful for any club to have in their squad. The pace and power that he has, I believe it's the biggest asset that you can have in football. Now, pace. Power to massive assets, and I don't think anybody's saying otherwise, George. But it comes down to money here, doesn't it? It is a player that Klopp likes. He is a handful.
3: No, he's a he's a great player without doubt. Like I think you only have to watch him even when he was in the Championship. He is really kind of a special player of watching him. But in the terms of where would he take the money out of it? Where would he even fit into a Liverpool side right now? Would you? play him kind of like he was of a, of a wing-back, would you try and you know fill him in for someone? I don't believe he'd be a start on eleven, And I don't see him as a player wanting to be a kind of rotation squad. So before you even look at 133 million, I just don't see it
2: happening. Well, that's poo-pooed on that parade. Um, <laughs> the one thing is, though, and listen, I know his Pace is a huge asset and obviously we, we see that with Mo Salah regularly and Sadio Mane and stuff. I always, I almost get the impression that two years ago we'd have been a better fit for us when we were playing on the counter and stuff. I know we still do that, but now with the possession-based game that we've got, you kind of nullify that a little bit, don't you? That in behind ball.
3: Yeah, I think that's as well. When you look at, at, at Mo and and, and Sadio Mane, and even Bobby, it's yeah, they've got pace, yeah, they've got that bit of power, but they're also on the ball technically they can pass and knock a ball ball better than some midfielders in, in, in the Prem. And although, you know, Troy Ulre is kind of on a similar level, is he at that standard? I, I don't think so.
2: No, I agree with you. And so does Ellie Anthony. Gabriel, fuck In the comments, uh, who just simply says we can get Sancho with that money? And I think if I'm going to put it to the comments now. Oh, by the way, hello Catalina, who's watching on Periscope. Thank you very much for joining us. And um, let us know whether you'd rather Liverpool go for Adama Traore. Um, or Jaden Sancho. And if you are going for a Dharma please tell me the reason why you go for him over Jaden Sancho because I'd love to hear it. Uh, so we're going to get on to the next comment right now. Um, the next. Uh... News pieces, I should say. Actually, it's Paisley Gates I'm reading from this time. and club-ready proposal to sign £25 million Liverpool playmaker-report, dash which is a bit of a strange headline, if I'm honest. Um Liverpool need to improve their depth of attacking department and they must replace Jadon Shakiri As per reports, the Swiss International is looking to leave the Merseysiders for regular first-team football and Photomac mm-hmm. claim that Galatasaray are readying a proposal to sign him. Why the Liverpool players... Always seem to go to Turkish football clubs.
3: I don't know. I think Turkish football's kind of it's not one to. I think the fans and the fan base is always kind of pretty fanatic. You know, it's a, a real like especially Galatasaray, and you look at that. And maybe that is something. I think for Shaqiri, it fits because I think you look at the clubs he's already been at and the leagues he's been at. I think like the Turkish league is one that maybe just wants to tick off.
2: Mm. Maybe, maybe, like, I mean, when it comes to uh, Shaqiri, obviously he's only played a few times this season. I think it's only four, four games he's actually played for us this season. He's, he's been a bit out on the fringes. You know, we had nine goal contributions last season, if I remember, six goals and, and three assists. Now, is that someone at 28 years old that you'd imagine would want to move on from this Liverpool side, or do you think he's quite happy to just sort of get a few appearances and, and, and make a contribution if and when he's needed?
3: I think when you see the the games he has played and the contributions he's made, he has changed the, the game and in, in the and in the times that he has come on in like big games. And I think you see the way he does play, he always seems like a player who wants to be on the pitch who's kind of rare and to, to to get on but the same it, just when he's been starting and things like that, it hasn't really gone as well as as we've kind of expected and we'd hoped. But I think, you know, looking at, like you said, the age, is is he quite happy to kind of be that rotation player, to be that kind of super sub? Or does he want to be kind of the star man for for a quote-unquote like smaller club at the moment?
2: No, I, I think that's right. I think it's interesting when you think, you know, he was an absolute, you know, he was the linchpin of that Stoke side, wasn't he? So he's gone from being the main guy in a team to a fringe player. I'm sure he's probably itching to get back into into a first team and he probably believes in himself. You know, this is a guy who, I think I'm right in saying he's won two Euro, uh, Champions Leagues because I think he got one as a substitute for Bayern Munich a few years back and and now obviously for Liverpool. So really interesting. I, I imagine that he, he'll move on. I can't see £25 million. Um, I can't see that, you know, any of those sort of fringe players that we were getting sort of £20-25 for, I can't see that we're going to be doing that at all anymore. I think, you know, if we could get £25 million pounds from, I think Liverpool move them on and maybe put that towards Werner. Um, but we'll move on to the next story anyway. Jordan Henderson uh, sends a message from Golo Canty after Chelsea star's refusal to train, according to the Daily Mirror. Um, so this is Henderson's basically said, listen, if one of the Liverpool players doesn't feel safe, he back them up and he understands why um, the likes of Troy Deeney and now N'Golo Kante aren't going to be training because they don't feel safe. And Hendo goes on to say that he feels safe and that's why he's training and stuff. And it's good. It's, you can just tell he's such a great captain just by these words, talking for players that aren't even at our team, can't you?
3: Yeah, it's very similar to when we had the whole source of players together movement sort of after the um, Matt Hancock comments and it was kind of Jordan Henderson again leading a pack of players that have nothing to do with the poor Football Club nor have any ties. And I think it's, again, the, the type of guy he is, the type of leader he is, and it links to, you know, England and things like that. I think it's it's good to see him now kind of bedding in this, as this kind of spokesperson and kind of comfortable in making these statements because I think every team kind of needs
2: that kind of person I think you're right I think uh, we've also got somebody uh, Sudasharan um, who's saying um, that Pajak is talking with George's voice um, so and, and he's obviously then Tom's gone in and said refresh it shouldn't be like that um, and <laughs> But he's come back and said, this is way funnier. Um, So that, I'd imagine, would be quite amusing for him. Uh, Hopefully that's not the case for everybody who is watching this. Um, But it could be. You never know. Um, I'd like to tell you what the next news story is, but I'll be honest with you, my chrome's crashed uh, and I can't move on. Um, I can see that the headline was Curtis, so this is probably Curtis Jones. Uh, And Curtis Jones was talking to the official Liverpool channel, Georgia if I remember, from my uh, brief glance over and saying that this is the perfect place for him to be. Uh, And it's great to see Curtis Jones talking about that and talking about Liverpool like that, isn't it?
3: Yeah, he says isn't it, you know, it's great that he's grateful to be developing his talents inside Liverpool. Um, He then goes on and talks about, you know, the Everton game and and scoring that goal and and things like that. And I think it's good to see such kind of a, a young kid being happy at a club. I think he knows his place and he knows that it's somewhere he's going to be for quite a while and, and he's kind of the future. It's not that he's suddenly um, demanding that he wants to be starting and playing every single game, which is great.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, he'll know from players who've left recently to go to uh, Italian teams who won't be named that the grass isn't always greener on the other side, is it? I think, you know, Curtis understands that, you know, in Jürgen Klopp, he's got a manager there that can develop and can see a way into the first team for him. And he wants to go out there and prove that. Let's hope that my air chrome, oh, it's working magic. Um, so, Chelsea star Billy Gilmer. Billy Gilmore, apologies, uh, admits he wears Andy Robertson's Liverpool shirt at home. Now, before anyone gets into this, he's a Chelsea fan through and through, but randomly he wears Andy Robertson's shirt around the house because they swapped after the FA Cup game. Um, this pisses me off, to be honest with you. I know uh, just because, you know, Billy Gilmore was brilliant in that game uh, and. But you, there so, so much few about it, and probably from Chelsea fans on Twitter and stuff, Georgia. But this is a guy who's Scottish wearing the Scotland captain shirt. Who's, you know, is, is there anything wrong with that?
1: Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
3: I, I don't think so because I think it sort of shows how big Andy Robertson is in Scotland in, in the sense of especially when you look at the story of his kind of his, his football and career kind of from it's very similar to like we kind of lost it over Jamie Vardy a few years ago. It, it's that kind of so for a young kid to be Myron, you know, his captain. It's not really that big of a deal. still a bit odd. <laughs>
2: yeah. If it was a Liverpool player, and let's say it was Sadio Mane wearing a Real Madrid shirt, how would you feel? Not great. I'd be fuming but the fact of the matter is it's a Chelsea player wearing a Liverpool player's shirt so it's totally fine uh, because he knows that Liverpool's a bigger club and Robertson's a better player than any of the ones that they've got so it's absolutely fine for Billy Gilmore to do it it's absolutely not fine and it's cringy as fuck if a Liverpool player were to do it Um, there's another news story that's popped up about Virgil van Dijk could have gone to Manchester City if he didn't pick up a couple of yellow cards and play in the Europa League which feels like a little bit of a stretch if I'm honest Um, the fact of the matter here though Georgia is that Virgil van Dijk didn't so the news here Here is Virgil van Dijk didn't go to Manchester City and he went to Liverpool to become the best centre-back the world's ever seen win a European Cup and he's on the verge of winning a Premier League happy? yes Georgie you are see told you Um, what what is this? this
3: is his fucking news is it? I was very confused I think until I got Of the article until it mentioned where he could have signed for Man City, which was just in fact that a Man City scout was going to watch him, but because he wasn't in Europe, he couldn't. So, like, they were the deal nearly done. But that's like you could say you could have signed for the Preston North End if the, if they would have drew against Preston and it, like it's not gonna happen, is it? Let's
2: be real. Preston North End was still a big football club. A hundred years after um, the fact that we're a big football club, Virgil van Dijk could have gone to Preston North End. Let's get that one trending on fucking social media. Um and finally, again, not really Liverpool news, but we're gonna get into the comments very soon. Jordan is set to leave Bournemouth on July the first. Now the reason I find this one interesting, Georgia, is because first of all um you know there was all the stuff about he broke lockdown restrictions so have his hair cut and all that type of stuff But what's really interesting for me here is the the contract side of things haven't been sorted out yet his contract runs out on july the first and he will be allowed to leave now you bring that back to someone like a Liverpool. Have we got any players there that could leave? I mean, is Adam Lallana one of our players that potentially could leave? This is something that needs sorting out by the Premier League, isn't it? That contracts either need to be extended or whatever, don't they?
3: Yeah, I think I, we were speaking about this the other day. When you look at other sports, like I think the other day, F1 and everybody was renewing contracts because that's the, this is the time that it, it gets done. But obviously, they're also saying we're staying with the, the team we're driving for for the whole season. I think when you look, I think Chelsea have just extended Giroud's contract so that it stays for the remainder of this season and should it continue. And thing. I think there is a lot of grey areas at the moment that it kind of works and suits for some clubs. And then for other clubs, it, it's, it's kind of a bit of a headache, I think.
2: It's got to be, hasn't it? I mean, you know, I'm not sure, I, I can't remember off the top of my head if Adam Lallana is one of those guys where his contact was out. Maybe it's the end of next season for Lallana, but, you know, if we had someone, who, you know, a, an interesting one from Manchester United, of course, is Zagallo, you know, mm-hmm. he, he's he's supposed to leave the Chinese football club that he plays for, um, obviously wanted him back and stuff. Tom's just messaged me there and said, that I think Klein's one of those players who actually has been linked with a move to uh, Glasgow Rangers. That wouldn't surprise me either, Georgia. No, okay. to Rangers.
3: I think... These sort of ranges and the connection now that that's kind of there with obviously Gerard and things, and plus it's a good club, it's a good level. We we spoke about it the other day of of players finding their levels at leagues and. Uh, and the Scottish Prem would be... Nathaniel Klein's a, a good player. he kind of thrive in that environment.
2: He could be one of the best players in that, if, as long as he comes back with no health issues. Obviously, he's, had a, he's been out for such a long time now, anyway. Uh, so, we'll get into some of the comments then. Uh, a few on Tayore before we start talking about them. Uh, Daniel Leyland simply says £133 million pence, maybe. Um, Thor just thought says Traore no just no big quick and one good half a season people think he's R9 uh, proper Ronaldo question is football intelligence Bilbo Baggins uh, fresh off an incredible adventure really uh, where he defeated Smorg, Um uh, and <laughs> Says neither Adama or Sancho, both overpriced. Really glad Bilbo could make it back. And I wasn't sure that they had 4G or the internet in Hobbiton, but apparently they have. Um, neither Adama or Sancho, both overpriced, Georgia. Where do you sit with that then? I think they are both overpriced, aren't they? Yeah,
3: and you wouldn't
2: argue if... with Bilbo Baggins either, would you?
3: All four. I mean, what a comment section. I think. But I think anybody nowadays is pretty overpriced. I think when you look at the kind of money that's getting thrown about, I mean, how long ago was it? Ten years ago, that 80 million was the best player in the world, and now it's you have to maybe fork out 200, 300. It's a constant kind of circle that we keep talking in of, of money in football. But I think 133 million for Sancho or Triore is just far too much.
2: Yeah, Adam Bennett on Periscope says, keep away from Tayore. Joe Exhausty says, I Christian, gives me two fists and a fucking dog, isn't that? I'm not fisting a dog mate. Um, and we'll move on then, Shaqiri comments. Uh, Danny 9541, am I the only one who thinks he's worth more than 25 million? I'm a big fan of Shaq, he has a massive impact on the side and I'm going to add in in brackets for a little man. Uh, in my opinion, he's worth at least 35 million pounds. Georgia, 35 million pounds for do, do Do you think that?
3: No, I'd, I'd say 25 is probably about right for him, maybe 30 if, if you're pushing it, because he is a good player, you can't deny that, and when you look at his, his resume and the teams he's played for and kind of being instrumental in at times, I mean, he is a good squad player, and I think any side he'd kind of slot in.
2: I just don't see in this, in you know, in a COVID-19 world or post-COVID-19 world that we're getting anywhere near 35. Um, but I agree, if he's playing every week, you know, you know, he can have a massive impact on the side. Uh, Stephen Somerville, hello, mate. Uh, Shaq has been a very good player for us as a backup for the front three. Just hasn't lived up to what they are really during his time here. I think it's time for him to go now, really. And that, uh, that's an interesting one, I think. You know, if he's willing to stay around and put a shift in, then I'd be happy to see Shakiri say, because he has got the talents as, as George has uh, talked about, but... Um, but I think also, you know, if you're gonna get twenty five million pounds for him and then let's say Timo is fifty, you'd definitely do that, wouldn't you? Yeah. So Curtis, uh, on Curtis, Sam Mahoney says, sounds like Curtis is only wants to stay and not go out on loan. I think that's the general gist of it, and you can see why, can't you, mate?
3: Yeah, I think especially the same sorts of training, if, if Jordan and is kind of leaving and, and things like that, spaces kind of open up. And I generally see Curtis Jones getting a run out. Like we said, if, if the, the season was going as it was planned and, and the break obviously didn't happen, you know, once that league's kind of wrapped up, it would have been nice to see him get some, some start, maybe even some minutes in, in the Premier League.
2: And finally, from Stephen Somerville again, Curtis Jones is clearly a true scouser, is wanting to win many things for his club and City. Looks like a captain for the future, in my opinion. Do you think he'll ever captain Liverpool?
3: I would like to think so. I think it's it's the same kind of feeling we have towards Trent. Of it's always nice to see kind of homegrown Scouse lads love and playing for Liverpool. So it'd be great to see him.
2: I, I, think, I think you've kind of hit them, uh, the nail on the head there. I think... If Trent Alexander-Arnold wasn't at Liverpool Football Club, I think Curtis would become a captain or potentially in the future. But we're living in a way where... You know, in a few years' time, Trent might be the captain for the for the next 10 years. You know, he could stay at Liverpool for 15 years, Trent uh, will be in the first team for 15 years, he could be captain for 10 of those. You know, when you think of the likes of Jordan Henderson maybe moving on in a few years, Virgil van Dijk maybe moving on in a few years, I imagine Trent's going to be the shoeing captain, and, you know, Curtis might become a vice-captain or something like that, but Trent's going to be the man, isn't
3: he? It would be very nice to see kind of, like, sort of the Stephen Gerrard, Jamie Carragher kind of dynamic between them of, of, you know, Kirst Jones and and Trent.
2: Absolutely. Connor uh, Southwick says, uh, um, Jack, have you heard of Michael Edwards? I bet he could get 35 for Shaq. He's probably right, to be fair. Uh, And a. Lauren just says, "I mean, if China is valued at 133 million, Shack is definitely worth 30." I agree with that as well. Um, so there you go. That has been Red Men news. Don't forget to come back uh, and well go to the main Red Men channel, 7:30 uh, this evening. We'll be doing that. B in Liverpool rewatch along. Uh, thank you very much uh, for watching. One more comment. Arden Bennett says, "Trent is captain and Jones is vice." Two scousers, same as Stephen and Cara. Exactly echoing what George has just said. Uh, like this video. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, George, and thank For Tom on the one, twos, and threes. We'll see you next time on Redman News.
0: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands.